Hello and welcome to the Feminine Millionaire Show. I'm your host, Polly Alexander. I'm a success coach, healer, creative and future millionaire. If creating money and success in a spiritual and feminine and joyful way is your goal, this show is for you. Let's all rise together. Hello and welcome to the Feminine Millionaire Show. Today is a very special episode that's close to my heart, interviewing someone that's become a dear friend, but also is a huge inspiration. On today's show, we have Lana Love, the creator and founder of the Passion brand of healthy cafes and restaurants in Ibiza. It's actually one of my favorite places to eat. If you follow me on Instagram, you'll no doubt have seen the passion delights on there. And I know many of you have visited Ibiza and been to the cafe. So I'm really excited to welcome you to the show today, Lana. Oh, my God. Thank you so much for having me. And am I say you're also my biggest inspiration. So I'm very happy to be on your podcast. And thank you for being such a fan. I think we are mutual fans. I think I'm a fan of yours and you're a fan of me. So. Uh, That's amazing. It's always awesome to be around other inspiring women, I think. Actually, before we dive in, I just have to say that living near a passion was actually on my vision board. So it was about (laughs) eight years ago and I was making over my life after I went through a stage of losing a lot of things in my life. And I decided what would be true quality of life. And I realized it was to live near a passion cafe and be able to go there every day. So I put it on the vision board. I ended up manifesting it, as you might know, and ended up, this is in another podcast episode. I'll link it in the show notes. Ended up living next door to the passion in the marina in Ibiza. And I got to eat there every day. And it was a dream. Oh, my God. You know, like when I hear stories like that. That is sometimes for me like a, why I do all of this, you know, why I still keep going, mm-hmm. you know, because to actually realize the thing that I have, you know, created that people around the world or living here in Ibiza have stories like that. I have people actually telling me, yeah, we have decided to rent apartment here just because, you know, passion is here or we come to Ibiza as a holiday place because we can eat in passion. There's a lot of stories, you know, people have met in passion and they have babies now. So there is just like so much, but it's these stories like yours right now. It's really kind of towards my heart. There is a business, of course, and this is my livelihood and everything else, passion above anything else. But it's a story like this. Mm. So yeah, thanks for sharing. You're welcome. I think food is so pivotal to our quality of life and how we feel and our well-being that the more we can pay attention to it and the more we can support ourselves with amazing food, the better we're going to feel. Totally. And I also kind of have a feeling it's something that one needs to kind of really listen to itself. We are bombarded in the last X amount of years that even the healthy lifestyle has, you know, come on the market, you know, from avocado toast and green juices and superfoods and onwards. And there is so much information out there. And I think it becomes very overwhelming to actually realize, you know, what is healthy or not. Like even me, myself, I'm still sometimes questioning uh, things. So the most important thing is is to, you know, listen to yourself and to your own gut. There is no good or bad food. There is a, a good food for you or a bad food for you. But it's really great that we have in the last 10 or 15 years realized how much nutrition and diet is important. I like to call food like as an information. 
It's not just like a board, like a, there's this, every board having information. I go sometimes to a restaurant or I eat something out and I'm like information in that board. Mm. It was not good for me. So for me, everything is about information. Yeah. Board. Yeah. Yeah, and you've really been on this journey. So you're celebrating the 20th anniversary this year. Yes, oh my God. Of your brand and your concept. Yes. But let's rewind back to the beginning. So you grew up in Croatia. Yes. Do you think your upbringing influenced your desire to do this? Or do you think that was unrelated? I'd love you to share a bit about how you started. If I would look like at the black and white, I don't think like it have influenced it. But I think the seed was there, maybe from the very beginning. I just never knew I had it. I had uh, other dreams. I had uh, other aspirations. You know, people tell me these days, oh, my God, it must be so amazing for your dream to come true, to have all of these cafes and everything else. And I'm like, this was never a dream. It's a freaking nightmare. <laughs> Five cafes, restaurants, other employees, like, oh my God, you know, the, the pressure of keeping my healthy crown and, and all the rest. But yeah, it was it's a ne- never a dream. But I always keep saying, God, universe, recognize that, you know, thing in me that this would mm-hmm. be like a good app. And we as a Croatians, we are feeders, you know, when you come to passion, <laughs> you know, the side of the portion, that's the number one thing. We are very much about quality of the food. You know, I grow up literally 100% organic food. You know, Nothing was processed. Everything was natural. So I think the combination of where I come from, when you come into passion, I want to feel like at home. I want to like be engaged. So like in the very first days, we had this like cabinet that looked maybe something like you'd be in your grandmother's house and, you know, communal tables and a lot of inspirational signs and, it, it was just like that my customer, when they come to my house, feel as home because this is what we do. In Croatia, when you go to someone's house, you don't get a cup of tea. Like you are fed and then you're rolled out, you know, like <laughs> that's kind of, that is a nature. So I think I have definitely brought that into the business and also like, you know, quality of the food and, and abundance, those kind of qualities, shall we call them, or customs, they're like engraved in me. So mm-hmm. I think there is a, you know, like uh, people out with a lot of passion. Yeah. Thanks, Croatia. <laughs> My Croatian yeah. roots. So it's like the Croatian values. Yes. Roots are present. Yes, exactly. You were originally planning to be an actress. That was your first dream. Yes, it was. I mean, before kind of that dream came, you know, as, as a small, you know, girl, you know, you had a, like a different kind of dreams and aspirations But when I was in London. I was actually studying at the London College of Fashion, hair and makeup design. And then when I finished the school, I actually realized I want to be like in front of the cameras. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I don't know, it's just like I, I just had that, that that feeling that this is kind of what I would really love to do. Never acted in my life before. I went and audition for the drama theater. It was a theater studies, like a amateur theater studies. And I got in. So I did a, like a couple of year course, was a part-time course. And then I auditioned for all the like top drama schools in London. And I actually got in to top three drama schools. And, you know, that, that was it. It was the only place that I ever would be or sit in a room where I feel like I really belong. And I have to tell you, honestly, all of my life, every place, all the places that I have been and my business at the moment, when I really reflect back, where was the only time? that I really felt, oh, this is where I belong. It was in that acting room. Mm-hmm. 
So, you know, I couldn't afford the fees. I was uh, living in London on my own. There was no even an option to even have a part-time job. So I just couldn't afford it. So I was thinking, okay, let me go up on a summer business. But coming from Croatia, going down the south, south coast, I will see places work a lot. In the summertime, they'll make the money. And then in the wintertime, you know, they'll be covered. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> it took me only like a 10 years, you know, to be organized success and to actually start making like proper money, you know, with, with passion and by the time I was just deep into it and much older. and <laughs> So, yeah, let's go back to those first few years of starting the business. I mean, the statistics say 90% of businesses fail in the first three years. How did you keep going? You know what? I almost did. I almost did because I actually did start with a healthy concept. Now, we have to rewind to 2002. It's like a 20 years ago. And we also feel maybe these days, oh, you know, like the matcha and red juice and avocado toast and super oh, they've been around forever. But if you really think about it, they have been really like presently around, not even a full 10 years. So when I started with it, it was really, really slow process because people just didn't get what I was doing. You know, like people are saying, what's quinoa? What's, what's oat milk? Is that a milk with added oats? Like, oh my God, when I brought the superfoods, you know, that was the reason why I started in a passion magazine, just to explain people what's quinoa, <laughs> you know, what's matcha, what's acai. It was crazy. People didn't know nothing about it. Like a lot of even my current customers that would made it that all of those things they had first time, you know, tried in passion. But of course, like it was a new thing and people will, you know, see the menu or maybe like a pass by and whatever. So it did take a long time. But also I think I attribute to me being Croatian, like I don't give up. I keep going and I keep like forcing. And at the end of the day, everything I had, everything I own, it was in these places. So maybe even a couple of times when I was just thinking, I just can't do this anymore. I was working 16 hours a day, seven days a week, six months with no days off. It was just, you know, blood, sweat and tears. So anybody looking at me now these days, you know, it's a thing like, oh, lucky. You know, it was, it really, passion was really based on a very, very hard determination and just a really extremely like a hard work. Mm -hmm. And then obviously businesses like passion started inspiring people. Everybody was starting to get hooked up on, on this, you know, this kind of food and drinks. And then it just kind of slowly like a, a took off. Mm. So educating your customers, like I hear just bringing new things and introducing them to people like the resilience and determination. Yeah, that, that, that was that. I mean, you know, sometimes when I talk about these things, I never want to kind of come across like saying arrogant and, oh, my God, I invented things or I did that. But the truth is, like, passion was first in Ibiza to do green juice, to do avocado toast, to do the matcha, matcha lattes or turmeric lattes, superfoods. When I brought the superfoods, like, no one health food shop had it. Only in Whole Foods in London, you could get even just a small samples of maca or something. And I went to all of the health food shops here and I told them, listen, guys, you have to get goji berries. You have to get maca. You have to get a ham. And they were just looking at me black. Like, oh, my God, Lana and her stuff, you know. Next year, they had a little pouches, you know. Mm -hmm. So it really started like, like that. You know, I was very much influenced, I have to say, by David Wolf. I would always give Malka all of my credit. And so much few years ago, I invited him to be, to be my guest because I really kind of, learn a lot from him and in those days there was not much like instagram or a facebook i have just discovered his book on amazon it was called like a top 10 superfoods and was it like a geeky guy with a like 
this curly hair looking like a madman on a car. I was like, what does he know? <laughs> and then I got that book and I just remember like reading it and it was just like, oh my God. He was like a, one of those customers that just opened something in me. And, you know, of course, before that passion had and the juices and a lot of stuff, but like a real like superfood things and, and the nutrition and all of that, it was very much you know, he's cool. And I'm like always really kind of being like a grateful for him for that. You know, this is, we are going back to that. Now we're talking 2007 or 2008 when I kind of just, you know, got that book and it was like, a, it was a revelation to me. Mm. Yeah. It's amazing how we discover these resources, these books or these mentors or teachers and they come along at the right time. They, you know, don't have the same. And, you know, when student is ready, the teacher, like, you know, appears, should, yeah. appears you know. So, and I always have the, like, interest in that. You know, I remember the first time, I mean, it was in 1992, after I came out from, from the war, my sister-in-law, she took me to a microbiotic restaurant in Zagreb. And it was the first time in my life that like, I ate tofu and there were these, like, cakes, like, without a dairy or sugar and... They were like seaweeds. And I was like, I remember that moment was also like, I was just like, a, you know, struck with like a little, little, little arrow, Cupid, Cupid arrows, oh, Cupid, yeah, you know, it was also like, I was like, what is this? You know, I could have just eaten that place, go out and said, oh God, that was like average and just forget it. But it, it, I was just like so intrigued. So just naturally, you know, when people say you're lucky, I always keep saying, I think the only luck for me in this business was that so many years ago in early nineties. I start to fall in love with anything that was going towards that way. If it was a place in London that was just selling a plate of vegetables and called vegetarian, I'd be like, I'm in, you know? So I think a lot for me was to start with this healthy concept so many years ago when nobody was doing it. And then this concept after 10 years becoming very popular. And by that time, I had a very strong base, uh, had a following. People love what I'm doing. So I would say the only luck thing was that I naturally went in that direction. So you followed, you followed your curiosity, your yes. interests and your passion. Yes. So that was lucky that in 2002, I put on my t-shirts healthy. I think that is the luck. That's what I said. That is the luck. The rest is... <laughs> what we said a lot of hard work I mean I would argue that it's luck I would say it's your in following your intuition and your creativity yes um it's easy to have an idea it's another thing to actually take action and make it happen yes yes and I just did everything really with just so much passion I remember like every time I would like you know, create a, like a new smoothie or put something new on the menu. I remember when we just put avocado toast. It was like a revolution in Ibiza. It was it was just crazy. Like, you know, it was, those days were so exciting mm-hmm. because there was nothing like it. I had a people from all over the world come and say, there is nothing like it. In London, in Paris, people come and say, please come and open places in here. Imagine in those days, the only place in the whole freaking Europe that had it, it was this tiny little cafe in a Palladium Bossa. And then after 10 years, when I opened the Marina. But I also remember how exciting the birthdays are they were really hardest for me because I worked so hard mm-hmm. and I was starting so many things and it was a real challenge but at the same time it's not going back on them because these days it's very difficult now to get something that is like oh the UB gets like so excited about you know yeah because it was new and fresh it was so and new and fresh and everybody was like what's this what's that you know it was just like you know I remember when I brought matcha People coming in, the minute was good for weight loss. I had all these women coming, where can you buy, where can you buy? So I was importing matcha from London and selling to the people. And 
I would write about chaga and it will come to passion working about chaga. And I was like, well, I've wrote about it. I'm not like a distributor, you know? People were so hungry for it. Everything was new. The yeah. recipes, like when I did the passion magazine, oh my God, they were flying. People were keeping them. I will have people to these days tell me, I still have all of your passion magazine. Passion magazine was not a magazine that you pick up and you throw away. It was something you treasure, you know, like, so that was exciting. So let's talk about managing people and a team. Oh, God. Share with the listeners how many people you have working for you now. I think in the last couple of years, it's like around like between 75 and 85. My top peak was, I think, in 2017 or 18 when I had seven locations. I think we had over 120. If you were talking to someone else that's growing their team, what are three tips you'd give them about managing a team because you must have learned a ton along the way I have to say that I'm still learning and I did so many things myself it's only literally in the last couple of years and especially this year that I have really kind of empowered people let's say like my operational manager and my head chef they have been with me now for like four or five years but I really needed to get to the point that I really know that I can kind of let them go And all I can really say this year is like the moment I have really empowered these people, the moment I have really said, you know, I trust you and I trust some of the decisions. And I also trust to like listen to you and maybe even sit down and talk. Yeah, I'm the owner of the company. Okay, I'm the boss. But I still would like, you know, appreciate the input because people like want to be heard. They're not they don't want to be kind of just a a number and just tell everything what they need to you know, to do and somebody just breathing down the neck, they need that, you know, you're giving them some space to prove themselves. Mm-hmm. So I think that was like the biggest thing. And very often, of course, money is always a stimulation, but interestingly enough, it's not the biggest stimulation. What would you it's say you are looking for? I think they would like to be seen. They like to be acknowledged. There are lots of them, they like structure as well. And in a business, quite difficult to give people that structure. You start season with offering certain things and then not because you did something, you know, the staff, somebody left, somebody didn't come, somebody went partying. So you need to ask this other person, you know, oh, you know, can you like pick up the ship and stuff like that. But in general, what we really, really did try to do is to give people that, you know, we have a sp- specific rotas, people know where is their day off, they know more or less when they're going to finish their day. Because not everybody really these days, especially after two years of COVID, People don't really want to work as much anymore. They have actually realized, you know, there is a other things than like uh, working seven days a week and just fighting for money. People appreciate being able to go for a dinner or to the beach or be with somebody they love and have a day off together with them. So if you give that to people or you do your best to give that to them, that is something that's more important to them than making more money. Mm-hmm. So, you know, structure is very, very important. And, you know, and also a lot of people, they also like the stability, especially now here in Ibiza. Everything is just seasonal. So you have people that live here, they have a family. So they really appreciate that They know they can have a like, full-time job. They can have a normal life because we know how things in Ibiza, everything is like transitional. And more and more people are settling down here, making their home in here. And they just want to have a stability. If you were to describe yourself, how you are as a woman in business, what three words would you use? Well, the first thing is that is the determination. There is a one word that like is not a perfect one to use. And it's the one that uh, 
I'm a perfectionist. I know mm-hmm. such thing doesn't exist, but I'm striving towards it like as much as possible. And I'm definitely a fighter. I, I fight. I think I was a, a zine of warrior princess in a previous life. <laughs> I love that. Let's talk about you as a woman. What would you say running your own business and running a really successful business has brought you personally? Definitely financial stability. And if I may also kind of say finally, because it has been many years, Ibiza is a seasonal island. So very often the money making a summer, it would be to survive the winter. So it was like being a hamster, you know, mm-hmm. for so many years. And then it came a period of time that I was just about to take off. And then the whole pandemic thing happened. And I was like, really, are you kidding me? I was never scared of starting all over again. That is a one thing about me that we all have a certain fears. I have a fear of heights and I have a fear of a lot of, I don't know, snakes or whatever. But in business, probably because I survived the war in Croatia, I always know that is always, you can always start again. Mm. You know, it's like everything can go tomorrow. So I don't have that fear in me because I know that I have things in my gut and I can go to the end of the world and open a juice bar or something else and start from all over again. So that was never kind of a fear. So th- this is a, something that I really, really kind of treasure for myself. But of course, right now, you know, the we had a very good couple of seasons in Ibiza and I'm just kind of starting to like breathe and have that real, like, you know, financial uh, security and also not, not just security for myself personally, because I like to, I like to create new places. You know, I like to open more businesses. So now finally it's coming to the point that like, oh, okay, a little money in the bank. What can I open next? You know, so yes. it's giving me a creativity. I need to create. For me, everything that I do is about a creating. You take that away from me and you just slam me with a, you know, everyday routine or, you know, just paying the bills or operational thing that just, that just kills me. So for me, financial stability is like giving me the chance to play. Mm-hmm. to play and to create more so that is probably like the biggest yeah. you know attribute it's nice to have a certain people you know coming to you and you know telling you also like how you in- inspire them I have definitely inspired a lot of people amongst the way I probably don't even know who but I very often have people come and tell me I've decided to study nutrition because of you you know I have decided to open my cafe because of you or I have decided to I don't know go vegan but do you understand like it has been a lot of inspiration and that is something that more than this financial stability and everything else is giving me a real kind of sense of purpose mm-hmm. I think there's a third one that I actually still kind of believe that this is big part of my purpose I don't really think it's my final purpose I still feel there is still something in me that is bringing to my really, really true purpose. But I also feel that I have lived a life of purpose and of service yeah. for sure. Yeah. And I think that we have different purposes along the way. We express our gifts in different ways and we can do something for 10 years or 20 years and then we can transition exactly. or that purpose can evolve and express in different ways. Exactly. And I love that you touched upon the creativity being such an important part. I think that's part of what makes you a brilliant entrepreneur. Yeah, that I ability to reinvent, to keep evolving, exactly. to do things in new ways, to keep creating. Yes, you know, like you said earlier on, that like a majority of the businesses maybe like they fail within the first the three years. And all I can say, I hope that other people can say, but what I can say even for myself and my business, 
I feel the passion just every is getting better and better. It's just getting better and better. Like there is just no relaxing. It's only going forward and it's just perfecting and perfecting and perfecting things from operational point of view or finalizing the menu or, you know, whatever, cooking a chicken in a certain way, whatever it is, you know, it, it's that is it's the constant growth and it's like a kind of, a, you know, never ending thing. For me personally, you know, I don't go now, oh, okay, great, I have like a five cup, they're working amazingly well, let's like just, you know, whatever. No, it's like, I don't relax. Yeah. <laughs> I don't relax. I don't, I don't relax. I don't let it go. Even though this summer you could see me traveling a lot, it was my way of celebrating my 20 years. And also because I have empowered my, you know, head people, I had a chance because in 20 years, I never had a chance in the middle of the summer to go and I have really traveled a lot this summer and I really have allowed it to myself because I don't allow myself a lot of things I still feel myself like it's 20 years ago or think maybe I'm just not still worthy certain things or thinking oh I cannot afford that it's kind of that mindset that I have from many years ago but then I have to a little bit go back and say hold on a second you know I'm the boss <laughs> you know I earned this you know it's okay I don't have to justify anything to everybody I used to justify everything if I bought a new car I feel like I have to justify it and if I would wear a nice pair of shoes and go to my game with oh my god like what my chef is going to say I'm there in the kitchen with my Dior shoes or something like that you know and then somebody told me Lana you have to think that like when you are like that you're actually inspiring your stuff they don't look at you like criticizing you and funny enough that's exactly what happened i hear what they're talking like behind my back oh my god like you know they would like to have that or they're like that or they inspired to do this so once you start to like really kind of live in your own truth and be, be okay and have that like confidence in yourself you know i think your real truth like it comes along and they can just only nothing else but you know inspire people yeah. sometimes we are like our own biggest critics and and enemies and everything else so i think the moment you embrace yourself and your truth and just your worthiness things start to happen mm. i'm dying to go on to what's next for you but before we do the question i like to ask everyone that comes on the show is what is true abundance to you? For me, number one thing in life is the freedom. I value freedom so much, again, maybe because, you know, I was in a war. And once you are there underneath the ground, you know, it's bombs falling outside and, you know, reducing your home city to rubble and you don't know if you're ever going to get out alive and seeing things and injure people and dead people or I mean the war is a terrible thing and I, and I lived through that in my hometown in 1991 everything that comes after it and maybe this is also the root of my strength I always said to myself I went through like one of the highest and most stressful and the most like difficult and, and brutal thing that a human being can go through everything else now below that is like, I can take it. I think this is why I went also so easy through the whole pandemic period. I was actually grateful for that one month that everything was closed. Like I was literally asking for that <laughs> for the last couple of years. I keep saying, oh my God, if I can just have all five patients closed just for one month so I can breathe. And I remember the day that we went in a lockdown, my friend called me, it's all your fault. I was like, yeah, I think so. Be careful what you wish for. Yes, <laughs> exactly. 
And I think also that we also all know being in a situation, you know, a lot of our freedoms can be like a taken away. The freedom is the true abundance. You know, freedom that the bombs are not falling outside, freedom. Look now what is happening around the world. You know, that, you know, we can wear whatever we want, that we can, at the end of the day, eat whatever we want, you know, unless we have a certain intolerances or whatever. <laughs> you know, it's like the, the core of everything is the freedom. And then health. To me, that, that is abundance. You know, they say when you have a health, you can have hundreds of thousands of wishes. But when you don't have health, you only have one wish. Mm-hmm. So for me, abundance is really like being healthy, being strong, being centered, and having a freedom. To me, this is like a number one thing. That is my absolute abundance. And if I can, you know, go through my life, with those two things, everything else comes along. You want money, you're going to work. You know, you want love, you're going to Tinder. I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> That's a whole nother interview. <laughs> so let's talk about what's next for you. What is next for you? Like, what are you feeling called towards right now? You mentioned the creativity. That's when you feel most alive, when that's flowing through you. So tell, share with the listeners what you're being called to create. I love passion. I love my brand, like, so much. But the thing is, I feel personally with this particular brand that I have kind of reached the the, the roof, the top. It's very even hard to like change my menus because people just love everything on my menu. My customers, I do not dare take a certain thing off because otherwise, you know, I'll, I'll get a hate mail or something like that. So I really want to go and create like a new brand. It doesn't necessarily have to be even healthy. It can be a coffee shop. It can be a diner. It can be 100% plant-based. It doesn't really matter what it is. You know, I just want to see like a new logo. Mm-hmm. I want to see the new branding. I want to create some like you know, new culture. I get bored very easily. And the fact that I have been like (laughs) with passion for 20 years in the same thing is like, wow. So I need that. And I think I'm coming to the point in my life that I can, you know, allow myself to do that because my, my, my true gift really is, is creating, is creating a concept like a novel works. So this is why in the last 10 or 15 years, when I was 20 years, when I was just physically working in a cafe, I always felt like, like my, my real talent wasn't exploited. I need to do the other things that other people don't because at the end of the day, I'm I'm a creator. At the end of the day, I have created this concept that that passion concept is. So I just want to use the gift. I have more of a gift to do like a, a bigger things. So I'm now trying to allow myself like to do that. So I just hope like, a, you know, new brands are going to come up. And to tell you honestly, I, w- I wouldn't mind, you know, somebody coming and helping me, taking maybe, you know, passion like off my shoulders operation wise. So that we can maybe even expand the brand because we have been asked for so many years, almost every week I get an email for the franchise and this and that, but I'm really at the end of that one woman show. So, you know, to go further or much further, I'm kind of envisioning that, mm-hmm. that somebody's going to come and kind of give me these wings. Because one of my friends who knows me very well, he said to me once, Lana, passion was something that gave you a wings before, but now is your anchor. Because I'm so ready to fly and I'm so ready to do like more things. But just being stuck in here and just managing five premises in Ibiza. And we know how hard it is to run a business in Ibiza. I just can't move forward. Mm-hmm. So it, it's at the moment trying to find a way. Yeah, yeah. To go and give more. And a little bird tells me you recently bought your own home. 
I did bottle and up. that sounds like a creative project. Yes, and a little island of Menorca. And the reason why I love Menorca is, okay, I'm, I'm kind of quite well known in Ibiza. I don't mean like, oh my God, I'm not like some famous DJ or whatever. But, you know, people like know you. So when I go to Menorca, it's just so great that like nobody knows who you are. It's got a completely different vibe. It's so much quieter. It's full of normal people. <laughs> I don't know how across <laughs> this is going to come. And I find it kind of quite, quite refreshing. Maybe even reminding me more like of kind of, you know, where I came from. Mm-hmm. It's got a, that kind of, you know, similarity. So it's kind of like a now my like a yin and yang, you know. So I, I do not think that I would ever leave Ibiza because I love Ibiza. Ibiza is my home. I literally worship the earth I walk on. I, I am literally in love with this island. I, I adore it and I cannot literally live anywhere else. But having the like a little refuge on the other island is still in Balearics. You know, it's 30-minute flight away when there are direct flights. So, yeah, it's just something new. But something that is maybe more closer to my true essence, because I never really bought into this whole, like, you know, Ibiza thing. From the day when I arrived to this island, I was just my head down and work. I haven't done through the periods of going out or clubbing or anything like that, you know. So I never kind of embraced that side of Ibiza. So I'm always just being, like, responsible, working, doing my business. So I think in a one way, Menorca is maybe a little bit closer to my the actual real and true essence. You know, and Ibiza is just my my girlfriend, you know, my playground. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm sure that there'll be a little little piece of passion pop up there in some form at some point. Yeah, I, <laughs> I know that you're so. always creating, so I would be surprised if it didn't. <laughs> and I hope it does. It, um, yes. I also really like Menorca and it'd be fabulous. Yes. Um, I definitely think there's scope for growth over there in yes. terms of the food scene. I, I think so. I mean, to tell you honestly, I really wanted to go there and just like I get a house and go there and don't think about the business and just be like my escape, you know. But of course, being there and then seeing this huge potential <laughs> that you have. And then I'm a coffee person. I'm a coffee lover. You know that. And I'm just struggling every time to go there to get my flat white, you know, with oatmeal done properly. And it's like, I was just, oh God, okay, I got to open a coffee shop. I can't, you know, just for my own kicks. So I think something is going to, is going to, is going to come up. But again, not passion. I really would like to use Menorca to do something like completely different. And I would also so much love to just like honor Menorca. So if I would go there, I would really like to not come with something, hey, here I am, come from Ibiza. This is this flashy thing. No. Like Menorca's got so much like a tradition and local produce and things that I really kind of want to honor that. I would bring my finesse and my experience and everything else. But, you know, I just want to work with like a local producers, use local cheese, use, you know, local olive oil, use, even recreate some like recipes, you know, like I I just want to honor the island. And this is something like, I think that will make me like really fulfilled. Mm, beautiful yeah there's one question I would love to ask you as we wrap up before we share with people how they can find out more about you and start booking their flights to Aviva (laughs) (laughs) and that's when you think back to your younger self and you mentioned during the civil war in Croatia what advice would you have for her everything will be okay 
Mm. Everything would just be okay. Life brings all kinds of things and good and bad. Everything is transitional. We on this planet are transitional. And my motto in life has always been after good always comes better. So when something, some rug is pulled under my feet or whatever happens or, you know, or you lose a certain person in your life, you just know there is always, there's always reasons for everything. And if I can just kind of go back on that thing, let's say how, when this whole pandemic thing happened and how many people freaked out, I was, I think, one of the most centric people on the planet because I had such a strong reference and haven't had that reference going through the word that experience. Maybe I would have lost my mind because I had a five restaurants. I had like a hundred people employed. I had all of my life in it, but I just knew it that it's going to be okay. Mm-hmm. I just, you know, I just had a trust and belief and I just made like, you know, the best of a uh, situation. And I always believe if your essence as a human being is truthful and if you're really like good and truthful person with a you know honest intentions things are always going to work out things are always gonna turn well and this is one of the very important things that sometimes we don't really we have to put this thing aside like what other people think of us of course I had it over the so many years and you know it was like my insecurity for a long time because you know you're there in the public you're serving the public and you know, and you get a criticized and people throw their opinions on you. But the moment, a few years ago, I remember I had this talk to myself. The moment I closed my eyes and I just said, Lana, you know, you throw essence. I know who I am. And the moment, that moment when I made that piece, like with my inner essence of who I am as the person, like nothing touches me anymore. Mm. And I think that is like a very, very important. And people who are close to me. My family know who I am. My closest friends know who I am. Even some stuff with me for many, many years, they know who I am. And and I think that is like a very strong foundation that I'm so like grateful that I have like decoded the formula. You know, some people go through all of their life and they don't get that. So this is something that I like carry with me. And this is what is giving me that strength. I know what my essence is. Mm-hmm. And I know my connection with, with universe, what is out of there. And that's all that matters. Mm, yeah yeah I think this is the perfect place to close I love what you shared after good always comes better I think that's a beautiful motto and thank you for being so honest and open but when it's for good yes I'm yeah that's just me Thank, Thank you. you. I think it's it's been amazing being in conversation with you about your journey. Huge congratulations on hitting 20 years. I have seen so many restaurants come and go over the last 20 years in Ibiza. Probably like 95% of them have come oh, and gone. Yeah. Very, very few people have the resilience, the determination, the quality of product, the consistency of delivery to you know, stay afloat and keep going and keep succeeding and growing. And so I just want to congratulate you on the 20 years. I hope that you continue for another 20 purely for selfish reasons. <laughs> I don't think you're going to get rid of me so soon yet. <laughs> but I'm also excited to see what you're going to create. I really hear that creativity is at the heart of your journey. And so I'm celebrating everything you're going to go on to. Thank you so Thank much you. for being Thank on the show. Thank you for having me. Thank you. And to find out more about Lana, just go to her website or follow her or and Passion Cafe on Instagram. We'll put the links 
in the show notes. Thank you so much, Lana. Thank you. Thank you for listening to today's episode. If you are looking to evolve and become more successful, I offer a free success meditation. You can sign up with the link in the show notes. And if you enjoyed today's episode and it inspired you or entertained you, we would love you to screenshot this episode when you're listening to it and share on Instagram and tag us. Lana is at Lana and Love and at Passion Cafe on Instagram. And I'm at Polly underscore Alexander. Wishing you so much determination and passion and abundance in the week ahead. Bye for now.